Welcome back, y'all, to another episode of Hip Hop Baby's Album Review. It's your host, Ed Lee. You know, I got my boy Ray with me. Today, I got on the drip. It's the Zero Fatigue. Smeezy, Smeezy hoodie. You know, it's got the satin line on there. So big, it can fit all this hair. Hey, <laughs> thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure y'all like, comment, subscribe before y'all get into this video because we got hella content like this. Today, we got Smino's Love for Rent. Man. What a project. Um, we've been waiting so long. Uh, we had uh, his last project um, was a mixtape, still on a bunch of other people's uh, beats and stuff, just like old time mixtapes. Um, and then before that was Black Swan, right? When, when did that Oh, no, out? I think it was Noir and then Black Swan. Oh, yeah. Black Swan was uh, 16 and Noir was 18. Something like that. Yep. Okay. So we've been, it's been four years. Um, so since me and I was really been deep in it uh mm -hmm. and this is the first time that we really got to see smino showing off all that talent in one place uh, we've gotten a lot of singles tempo mm -hmm. uh, we got that one we got a couple other ones and we've gotten a lot of features over the years but this is really where he's gonna make his money because <laughs> god damn this is right this is slapping bro just yeah. slapping all the way through mm -hmm. another great album you know especially after that mixtape like that mixtape was solid he has a lot of good albums so far so i had a feeling this one was gonna be good but of course he exceeded my expectations damn near because this has a lot of variety but it also mm. has a semi like consistent vibe and he knows how to push it in his unique way because he's such a unique rapper you know, yeah. such a unique artist in general, the way he mixes sounds and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like that little mixtape was probably for the people who don't appreciate that, you know, get the beats that everybody likes to hear. And then you go ahead and rap on them so that everybody can see that you can do that if you want to. But, but I would much prefer to get a project like this where you're doing, you're getting the beat curation yourself and you're putting yourself onto the beat how you want because i mean smino is a master at this so uh, mm -hmm. let's let's dive into it a little bit the first track uh, from the source is actually not a smino track at all he says a couple words but it's mostly um a frank ocean feature oh wait my bad you can't get frank frank ocean on a feature it's his little cousin y'all i'm just playing he sounds just like frank ocean on blondo he gave him like a nike's like voice effect almost you know a different way to start the album you know then we get into noel's which is i think one of the most accessible tracks on on this whole project so excellent starter what a chorus gonna be a theme that we're gonna see throughout the rest of this project is these choruses are just insane man they're so catchy and uh like fun and alive this one, I really like this song a lot because even though I think it is so accessible, I think the beat is doing so much when you first enter the song, you're like, what, what is happening? And yeah. he, he just kind of takes over and puts it all together. Yeah, this was a dope way to actually get into your first you know, track where you're rapping and spitting a little bit. I like this track a lot. Um, it let me know what we were getting from this album because the, the lead single, 90 Proof, and like we said, some of the singles he dropped on SoundCloud or whatever, had me wondering where he was going to go next. Especially getting that J. Cole feature, um, even though they worked before. But this let me know, like, okay, we're getting somewhat of a mix. You're going to have these, like, his normal Smino beats, and you're just going to go off crazy on him and find his pocket. Yeah, they don't. It's definitely not, like, noisy as in, like, industrial yeah, 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 it's, yeah. it's But it's definitely, like, you have a lot of sounds. So mm -hmm. if you are not a Smino aficionado, you're going to be like, what? What is this, bro? This is just a bunch of noise. You know, this nigga just doing whatever in the studio. We're here to explain to you, he's actually doing something. 
He's doing mm-hmm. something right. All right. Yeah. Uh, you was talking about ninety proof. I like I like ninety proof a lot. Um, what were your uh, initial thoughts on ninety proof when it first came out? It was a cool track. It took some time to grow on me though because I was expecting Jay Cole to just come on and rip it, and he kind of came in with the singy songy flow that he does sometimes which is fine especially on this track and in the video he was with his son and stuff so he, it made it all like oh, okay this is like him getting into his like introspective bag as usual it was a cool track i like the hook the hook took some time to grow on me though because he does like a little weird way like the weird flow he does on it and the way he like sings on it but once it clicked i see why it was a single especially with the j cole verse and I see what he was trying to do, putting it out first, maybe. For sure. It's definitely one of the songs that had to grow on you the most. Uh, it's definitely a way to go about it is put one of the songs that's going to grow on you the most out first so that when the rest of that project comes out, it kind of seamlessly blends into the rest of it when we look at it in the context of the album. Uh, so I like that a little bit. Um, personally, for me, I would have put out something that's a little bit more palatable first. Put out something a little bit more palatable because it's all about marketing right like this is, mm-hmm. this is just purely about marketing is what we're talking about the singles put out really like pro freak a lot i think pro mm-hmm. freak would have done a much better job as a lead single probably mm. to just get hype for this album in general amongst the fan base the hype was already immense just for the people outside of it that haven't heard smino before i mean that would have probably been a really good one uh, i know that the name j cole draws in a lot of clicks you know there's that but uh pro freak with dochi definitely is the more palatable song in my opinion yeah, yeah, definitely. Again, he's doing his sing rap flow, but uh, he got Dochi on it and she spazzed. Um, TDE, they know how to find them somehow still. Um, they're finding these talented artists, especially women artists, you know, SZA, and then now her. And she ripped this. Um, her verse was quality. Um, she dropped the EP this year that was fire too. So kind of no surprise, but I didn't know what type of energy because she also sings and then she raps. But she just straight up... It was like, I'm about to eat this up, which is dope. Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is another artist that we saw on The House is Burning, right? And yep. What, what, and then what kind of verse did she give on The House is Burning? Like, it wasn't it wasn't like this. It was, uh, it was a little bit different, but yeah. that shit was still fire, too. So, like, she's really shown to be um, a very versatile artist in a very short amount of time. Um, like, extremely versatile. So, uh, she went on this. She killed it. She killed the beat so bad, so you know how to switch the beat, bro. This nigga said, "I can't, I can't go on the same one, bro. I gotta, yeah. I gotta switch it up a little bit." <laughs> That's how crazy it was. So catchy hook. Um, yeah, I can see this being a single, especially now. Lots of noises, you know. Mm-hmm. It's going perfectly smooth at this point. And then, yeah, when we get to the next part, something I really wanna, I wanted to highlight with this project. Uh, we started off really, really slow, but up. All the way to Pro Freak, which is just getting faster and faster in tempo, up increasing octaves, scaling, right? So, mm-hmm. Something like that. I really like it, though, because, you know, it, he brings you all the way up and then old ass Kendrick, he brings you right back down. This is a song that, like, if you listen to it and you are in a normal state of mind, you might not <laughs> you might not <laughs> get it at first, bro. You might just be like, I need to I need to get some uh, grab that bomb piece real quick, you know, yeah. and change my mind state because. <laughs> Because, yeah, this is a slow burner. The beat is weird. The way he's uh, saying. He says she. Yeah, like the way he just keeps popping in with that. And then the noises keep popping up when he's uh, talking to you. 
Um, this track definitely lost me for a little bit at first, but once I got with the groove, it's a cool track in the track list. Like, I like it. I was recommending this album to, to Ray, and he, he I lost him right here, bro. We, we wasn't talking about it for a week, bro. Yeah, I mean, because I was, you know, I was in a different mind state, you know. Um, but, you know, once I once it, the album had time to sit with me and, and uh, things change, um, yeah, it, it fully clicked. And I feel like this is an album you definitely have to spend time with because... One, he's taking a minute, especially if you didn't check out the mixtape, right? He's taking a minute to really come with anything, like as far as like a big guest feature or anything. So, and because he's so unique and an acquired taste, like because we haven't had his music by himself in a big focused way, unless you're paying attention, it'll throw you off at first. It'll be like, dang, like I haven't heard someone rap or like sing and rap and sing at the same time like this in a minute or just make a random noise, but make it kind of like flow within the track, you know? The way he yeah. enunciates stuff, you know, being from St. Louis, and he reps that so tough. He plays with all the different moving parts. Like, the, the best way to describe his music is, like, there's moving parts in the entire album, and he knows how to move every single slider, bro. He's got access to everything. Like, he knows he has full creative control at this point uh, in his career. So, mm -hmm. uh, this album is fucking amazing, man. Like, I'd, I really, I'm, I'm just like, wow. Like, I'm trying to, like, explain it to y'all, but it's like, Go listen, nigga. Luforia. I love Luforia as well. It's another slower one. Um, but this one's another one where he does things with the effects and the flow. That kind of makes it uh, its own unique track. Every track on here has its own thing that like I really like about it. This one in particular, he does this like stutter flow or uh, he's like doing like a, a one count uh, skip and then another count. And then he also like throws in like an echo effect with his voice with his chorus on top of it so it just sounds really cool um it's another one of those you know if you chief him just on a sunday watching some football you chief him right there this song come mm -hmm. on but it's gonna blow your mind you know yeah you're gonna be like damn damn why why did i miss this one the deep cuts man like the deep cuts on this project like they can't be skipped over you have to listen to this yeah an album mode this is definitely an album you want to listen to in order you know just check it out as a whole because it's such a experience like we're saying with the way he hits you with the up and downs as far as like the way the music feels but he keeps it because the album's called love for rent so a lot of these tracks are about what you love or just enjoying the time you have with others or enjoying yourself and that's what i like about shmino he's not trying too hard even though he's spitting on some of these tracks even though he's um doing music that's considered different. Um, he's not like a lyrical miracle rapper or he's not like a super loose sing-songy rapper. Like he finds a way to find that perfect balance and it's a fun time for the yeah. most part. Even when he gets a little deeper sometimes, it's still a fun time. Yeah, no, for sure. I like uh, loose interpretable uh, themes. The, they're my favorite uh, just because it's like, how much do you want to get out of it? How much are you going to like pay attention to the details to get out of it like um it's really cool and then the the next one blue billy which is kind of counterintuitive to the theme but at the same time i think a lot of people uh during the pandemic realized some stuff like this you know this is a anti-capitalist song it's about you know everybody having to experience the same thing we all just you know kind of have to go to our jobs to just continue to live and stuff and we're all just a bunch of blue billies right uh, that's what he calls them uh, so this one is kind of the opposite of what you love and uh, maybe something that just he realized that, uh, during the pandemic that he needed to share i love this song uh, i love the the end of it uh, we're all just trying to get it 
on our own entrepreneur entrepreneur i did it all on my own yeah uh, that is stuck in my head for weeks bro it's been yeah it's been a month plus and i just every day bro i have to say it at least twice it's it's that bad a lot of stuff on this album is like that going later in the album pudgy was stuck in my head a lot of lines on there or a lot of like little flows he did um got stuck in my ear he has a lot of um earworms or a lot of things that like are meant to be stuck in your head. He'll say words that all make a certain sound and it makes it all just like, sound like he's just like going, going, going. You know what I'm saying? Really good at the wordplay. Yeah, the way that he balances like the sounds of the words and then the actual words, you know? Cause a lot of artists only focus on like what the actual word is and like the definition of it. And then that's how they'll play with it. But he, like you said, the alliteration with the way he shapes his words and the sounds, he'll make words actually fit into the song he's mastered this art it's crazy bro it's OD. yeah it's od he gets poetic a lot um and i think that's why he's really good at mixing r&b and soul into his music because the way he raps isn't always the normal way of rapping you know he'll start riffing or he'll start doing a bunch of stuff and it almost reminds me of like when you're doing poetry and like you just start to go off on like your own little tangent you start to do your own little thing in the middle of the poem or something he's really good at doing that you know just going with the flow this next song on here is you know i feel like a culmination of like all the stuff that he does right on this project uh matinee is one of my favorites it's got cal banks on it another uh the house is burning guest um well not guest he he executive produced the whole thing i love this song so much it's so fucking good first of all the beat is amazing the melody in the background is played on this like little it's the piano but it's very light and it's like a chime in the background mm. and then the main part of the song is really like his voice. Like he's like writing the melody, but it's on the forefront with his voice. And I yeah. like, I like just like the little things like that, like the mixing of like dropping the melody, putting the drums in the front to strengthen it. Like just yeah. fucking crazy, man. And then his verse on here, like fucking insane. Insane. Yeah, yeah. He's going everywhere, bro. He's got like six or seven different flow switches on this. Um, <laughs> Like, yeah, man, it's yeah, it's crazy. And he doesn't he do the hook too? Yeah, he did the yeah. hook. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, Shmino is is versatile. Yeah, all night, drop it in there, all right. Like, he's really good at doing the hooks. Then he could transition to the verse. Get really choppy with the verse. I romance the iron hands, the diamonds dance in the Tesla. The way he does the voice. And everything is just so perfect. Um, this was a highlight too, easily. Um, this could be a single. I can see this being uh, played on the radio. Al Banks has, has that ability, man. He's just like, he is crazy on them beats. Yeah. I haven't heard his uh, his SoundCloud mixtape he did after The House is Burning. That shit's fire too. Uh, it's got a couple of Isaiah Rashad features on there. Right after that, we go into Mother in a Minute. Um, you know, a little... This is where we start getting introspective about love. You know, it's not so much about things that we love. And now we're getting more focused on um, Smino and his love, right? This one's more about, you know, haven't seen Shadi in a minute. You know, she ain't been in my house. I mean, I was feeling that this weekend, bro. I didn't see my girl in five days. And then uh, I got Lucky Day on here. Um, you know, Lucky Day works pretty tightly with people in Smino's lane. I mean, he was on the Legend album uh, mm -hmm. doing, doing some fire shit on Cupid. Smino just knows who works, right? You know, he mm -hmm. knows who to get, who to contact for this song to perfectly compliment him. He's a guy who is so versatile and he can do everything on the track 
that he really is just looking for a feature to compliment him or do something a little bit different so that mm-hmm. he can change up the song that much to make it that much more replayable. Maybe he's just like, he has an ear and he's like, you know what, this person right here, I've worked with him before, like you said, and I know he would be perfect for this part of the song. Because, uh, yep. yeah, Lucky Day did a great job on this one. R&B, Shmino, I, I like these tracks where he gets into his R&B for the ladies vibe. He, he knows how to do those tracks really good. This next one, though, we're going to talk about The Defibrillator is also, like, an amazing song. Um, fucking, I love the build-up on this song. And then uh, the chorus is, like, one of the most beautiful choruses I've heard this year on Defibrillator. And I also like that, uh, you know, a song is called Defibrillator, and it kind of, like, comes to life, like, 30 seconds in. I think that's that's a pretty cool touch. It was a great little, like, floaty, chill, layback track. And that's, like, what you're going to get from most of these, right? Like, you're going to get floaty, laid back, or, you know, just a little bit in your face, but not too much. Not too much. Because I used the word noise earlier, and, and you corrected me, because it's not noisy, but it's like he uses a lot of sounds, and it could throw you off at first. But, like, when you're in the right, you know, mood, it's like, oh, that's perfect. Like, I know why he, I see why he put that right there. I see why he put his little voice in the background right there, because he does that a lot. Uses voice as an instrument, you know, because it is a lot of times, like sometimes, especially with these hooks and stuff, like when he starts doing the longer vocals and stuff, it's almost like it sounds like almost like a guitar or another instrument that's popping up on the track. You feel me? And he's also really good with his pen. Like uh, Garden Lady is one of my favorite songs as far as like mm-hmm. his lyric, lyrical pen goes, because, uh, you know, the song is called Garden Lady because he's talking about uh, relationship struggles and his girl letting the tears out. She's watering. Right. That's her, the garden lady, um, so that she can feel better and they can move forward in the relationships. I really mm-hmm. like the songwriting on this one. I didn't really like the intro that much because it was like just a slow like drum pattern with some chimes in the background, mm-hmm. like 30 seconds. And it just kind of like took up time that I feel like could have been like maybe an interlude or something. However, I mean, like it's one thing out of the entire album. Yeah, I love the song overall. So the the next one, Settle Down, you want to you want to get into that one a little bit? Uh, yeah, this was a dancing track for me. This was a re- another relaxing one. Uh, Raven Lene popping up. He's worked with her before. They do really good music together, and she did her thing on this track. Yeah, this was another track that I liked. The way he gets these vo- other voices and uses his voice is so, like, I would say calming. It's It makes you feel comfortable. That's And yeah. that's what's cool about Shmino. Like, he gets you comfortable, and he hits you with these sounds, but really it all it, it, it all adds into his persona and what he's trying to push. And I yeah. think this was another track that perfectly did that. I like how uh, the song, I keep talking about buildups, but this this one in particular, it starts off with like his voice and like he's just like talking and then he adds more of his voice mm-hmm. and like to where it gets bigger and bigger. And then it comes to the head where it like it breaks down with the with the drums crashing and like he's like doing this like crazy like rapid flow for the the chorus and then uh raven just comes in right after with her single voice right it, it works so well together like yeah. all of it coming together works so well throughout this album like he's just like adding 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 and then full stop when it's like at 100 percent capacity and then you're like wow I really like this one too. Settle down, you know. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, go ahead, find you a girl. And right after he uppercuts you with pudgy, like yeah, like you were saying, like it goes up, down, up, down, or like it, it kind of yeah. He doesn't ever let you settle, and I think that's what threw me off about this album at first too. He doesn't let you just settle. Like I said, you do get comfortable, but as far as like he's not gonna let you like, man, I'm throwing the same shit at you. 
I'm throwing the same track back to back or the same vibe back to back and you're going to get bored. And that's what kept this album exciting. Every track had its own little thing, had its own little topic about love or like reviving things or bringing, you know, something back to life. Like he really knew how to keep the listener's ear, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was a random feature, he, you know, he figured out how to pull out, which is tight to see, or it was like literally just a track. You get your first listen, right? And every first listen is like, okay, this is something new, right? Mm-hmm. But when you get to your second listen and your third listen and you finding something new, still like a lot of new stuff on those listens you know you went for a treat and like this one every song bro i'm like okay what do i talk about on this one yes yeah Uh, and and a lot of times we don't like doing that we we be skipping through the middle of these albums because it's literally just filler it's like naruto bro like i i need canon bro but this one all the tracks they all add on to one another or they all help um smooth it out but go right into pudgy because pudgy is like my favorite track on this motherfucker don't tell me talk um, yeah don't tell me talk in this i love the hook i love the flow on this one i love that uh uzi they added a lot to the track for me because i didn't know what i was going to get from uzi you know sometimes they hit you with some random flow or they come on and kind of like uh, you could have cut this verse, you know. He came on with that rapid fire Uzi flow that I love to hear from him. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. I'm surprised that he didn't just do noises, bro. I, yes, I was kind of expecting. <laughs> yeah, just come on and start doing fucking ad libs, bro. Ad libs or something, or like a short little verse. That's what they've been doing late lately. But um, who got that pudgy no tummy tuck? I love to see it, man. But I feel like this this is a perfect track for him. You know talking about something you know he likes to talk about the ladies and shit so i feel like this was a perfect track to get him on and i feel like shmino this was a perfect playful i can see this one maybe being a single like he has a lot of music i can hear on the radio and this was one of them because the flow and the catchiness of the song at least for me really caught my ear it's it's one of the like bounciest songs on this yes it's just like you know you just you want to move when you listen to this shit and then right after that we got basically the closer uh it's called curtain so you would think it's the closer when i first heard it i was like oh it's the last track uh it's six minutes long but it's not the last track there's another track right after that it's called uh, lee and lovey but um they kind of they kind of play off each other a very long song but i really like it a lot because he kind of hides his verse in there Mm-hmm. Um, and you got the first two minutes where he's just kind of doing the same thing. And the last two minutes where he's doing the same thing. But the middle two minutes, he's doing something completely different. And I love it so much. It's one of my favorite verses on here. Um, I wish that he didn't hide it like that. But at the same time, I love that verse. Yeah, he, he did a really good job uh, on that track. Curtains, especially because, like I said, it came after my favorite track. So sometimes the tracks like that, it's like, oh, what you going to hit me with next? And he smoothed it out and then came with a fire verse in between like the mellow just like repeating this himself and the hook where and then he hits you with a fire verse and it goes you know kind of back and i i like that one too and then lee and lovey um i love that track it didn't bring it fully back up but it kind of brought back like that you know lovey dovey playful but also still on point vibe it was a good closer on top of the other track that kind of felt like a closer you feel me if you play this album on repeat i think it leads back into the first song uh really well just because he starts at the he starts in the beginning so calmly he's just talking and he's saying i'm gonna let my cousin do this part real quick you don't even really notice when it goes back into that um but getting back to the last track lee and lovey i really like lee and lovey a lot lee and lovey is about healing yourself before you get back into a relationship right um and you got love for rent you want to give out love uh and all that you got to you got to focus on yourself first before you your heart been beating black and blue bro like you know 
sometimes you got to heal that first. I like the message. I think that uh, the message on here is really uh, a very mature standpoint on looking on love. So I think it's a lot of good lessons on here while just being fun and crazy and all over the place, you know? Yeah, because the album's called Love for Rent. And um, as you were talking about, like, sometimes you give your love out, um, you give it out too, too willingly. You give it out to people who don't appreciate it and they rent it and then they give it right back to you in a worse condition or hopefully the same condition. Usually not in a better condition. Right. And I feel like this album, it kind of flows into that, you know, especially with the going up and down, because that's how love is as well. Sometimes a lot of times up, sometimes it's down. Sometimes you love something. Sometimes you get tired of something. I feel like he did that perfectly with this album. We went through all the tracks because this one was a, a, a ride. It was definitely a, a experience. 50 minutes. I mean, that's that's like nothing, bro. In terms of albums nowadays, I mean, mm -hmm. I, know, I know that some of y'all got the guilty pleasure of listening to trap artists. Them niggas be making an hour 20, okay? 80 minutes. It's 30 yeah. minutes less. You got time, bro. You got time. No With a bunch of Naruto filler on it. <laughs> this, had, this had no filler, you feel me? Like, yeah, no. It had no moment, like I said. He doesn't let you get bored. What he's talking about, you know? He doesn't let you just sit around and get bored. And some people say fun is missing in rap music. I disagree with an album like this coming out. And it's just mainly people aren't paying attention for some reason. This should have been on everyone's watch list. Like, this should have been... Uh, top top talked about album yeah um, i mean since last year i've been on watch list bro 2021 mm -hmm. he was saying he was tweeting stuff about droptober i was like where's the smino album where's yeah the smino we, album? yeah we were and looking at the singles of course and, you know. and then yeah. this year he finally like droptober devil emoji and i'm like all right nigga all right nigga what we got what we got cooking bro? yeah we got this bro we got a masterpiece so yeah. yep with that being said thank y'all so much uh like i said in the beginning make sure y'all like comment subscribe you know i'm on youtube we got the youtube reels we got the tiktok we got the twitter you know my at his at you know uh follow us bro you know mm -hmm. see what you gotta say bro uh we love talking to y'all we love doing these album reviews for y'all um, as you can see we're really passionate about this so uh, make sure y'all support us um so that we can keep doing this because I, I like doing what i love at least said thanks for watching shmino if you check into this man keep doing this man this this is top tier music um i love this and if you got the time as a listener please check this out again and with that being said peace